This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. You're listening to the Piper Carter Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Right? 
More or less. Like, I get to put some earnest. I, I, I'll take that. I, I like that. I like that. Music kind of sore that professionally, professionally make sure that uh, the, 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 the best curation of uh, music gets to you and yeah. in your hands. Yeah. How's that sound? You like I, I like that. I, I, that was very well put together. <laughs> okay, Thank okay, you. That's that's Man, that's an intro. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to take you on the road with yeah. me. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to let you intro yourself a little bit because um, you're very interesting. Your story is very interesting. And people that I know that know you, all they say is, you got to know you. <laughs> Like, that's what everyone says. You got to know Wow, that's what's up. So, yeah. So, tell us. So, tell us a little bit about, how about this? Start with the top, because you know people got, like, short attention. (laughs) So, tell us, like, the most, like, you know, if people were, like, cloud chaser, what's the most cloud chasing thing about you? (laughs) 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 The most cloud chaser. I don't don't know if I have a uh, thing that's... How 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 do I put well, that? <laughs> I yeah, I guess we I guess I could use that, huh? It, you know, okay, okay. This is what we'll do. This is this is we'll start like this. Yeah. Once again, I am Drew Rives. Yes. I am the Midwest or North Central Marketing Manager for Def Jam Records. Uh, I've been working for Def Jam. Def Jam is, you know, we're celebrating 35 years, right? Coming in 19 or 20? This, this year. We're, really? Right, yeah. Wow. Right now, we're, wow. we're celebrating 35 years. Yeah, 35 years, and I've been with them for half of that. Wow. No, that, a little bit more than half. Yeah. So, you're, so you could claim success for the company, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Definitely. I could definitely claim success for this company because I, I've been there uh, for a very long time. I was there during the uh, Russell Simmons, the Your Days. Um, I was there during the uh, L.A. Reid Days. Uh, I was there when we made the transition over to Island Black Music and we combined with them and then we separated again. Uh, so uh, the Steve Bartle Days, which were just recently. Um, who am I forgetting? Uh, the... The uh, Jay Z, the Jay's uh, Shakir, Sh- Shakir is my guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shakir, yeah. I was just telling, I was just telling somebody this. If if he was still here, I would probably, I probably wouldn't be in Detroit right now. Mm-hmm. I probably, it's no telling because he he was a good guy. Okay. And I remember his first visit here, which I guess we can get into later. But um, yeah, so I've been with Def Jam for almost twenty five years. Well, twenty plus years. 2019, 20 years exactly, but b- before Def Jam, I worked for Polygram Records, okay. uh, which was PGD, right, Poly- very, very, very instrumental in yes, 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 they had Def Jam, Motown as their labels, they claimed, Polygram, PGD was the distribution company, and as labels, they had powerhouses like, like I just mentioned, Motown, Def Jam, uh, Verve uh, and a few others, MCA and all. So uh, eventually, Polygram and Universal merged. Okay. And I was part of that merger. Wow. Uh, and uh, I think about maybe a month later, I got a call from Def Jam asking me to come work for them. Wow. So, and I have here I am. Questions just based on that history alone. But first, what I'm gonna do before we get into that history is just demystify what your job is. Okay. Because I think a lot of people, they, that they call you 
That is what they think about me. <laughs> that is definitely what they think about me. <laughs> my job is, I work for Def Jam Records once again, and my job is to get records by Def Jam artists played on the radio. Uh, those artists can and may include artists such as Jay-Z, uh, Back in the day, it was Red Man, Method Man. Mm-hmm. Now it would be Jeezy, Two Chains, Rihanna. Um, so those are some of the artists that I'm responsible for mm-hmm. getting them number one records uh, on the radio or, or up the charts. So mm-hmm. that's what my job is. Okay. But in addition to that, I also work closely with the radio stations in the Midwest, where we set up promotions for different artists, and and you know I don't set up tours or anything, but. If a tour comes through the market, then I'm a part of that. I also set up promo tours for the Def Jam artists, where they go, who they see, who they meet, who they talk to, and shake hands with, and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Okay. I, let's just go back into the job a little bit more. <laughs> you know, because there's so much about the job that people yeah, have questions yeah, about, yeah. right? And so, um, you, if I understand correctly, there is a list that comes out maybe quarterly, or mm-hmm. something like that, and they're the songs that, from the nation, right, they come out from this national list. Mm-hmm. And then from there, how is it determined, you know, what you're, like, what you're, which records you're supposed to work and how that's supposed to go, you know what I mean? And am I correct about that it comes out quarterly? Well, what happens, well, eh, how can I, how, let me see. Yes, it's quarterly, but mm-hmm. we don't abide to the list as far as when we put an artist out or what artist we work at that particular okay. time. So it depends. All it depends. It all depends on who's about to drop an album, mm-hmm. uh, who's about to go on tour, who has a new single. Uh, so all those things go into factor as to when we decide we want to work that single or work that album or work that particular artist. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So then, let's say if. Um an artist has a project and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to release my project, I don't know, third quarter. Uh-huh. Then when you're having the conversations with them, what does that conversation look like? I mean, I know it's different for each artist, but yeah. like in general, what does the conversation look like? Like when an artist says, okay, I'm going to drop my, my album at this time and, you know, I know it's going to go triple. <laughs> and like, what do you say? Like, what do you say to say like, yeah, this is how we're going to do it. Well, here's the here's the uh, I'll, I'll break it down to you. Break it down to you. Uh, the powers that be up in New York. They sit up in the Ivory Castle. They sit up there. The artist presents their work. Here's my new project, my new album. Uh, then they build a marketing plan around it. Mm-hmm. Find a single. Mm-hmm. Maybe two singles. Nowadays is is two up to two singles okay. because one can catch fire and the other one, you know. So, so you wanna like A B. Yeah. Yeah. So and 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 now now nowadays is 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 more about quantity as opposed to I shouldn't say quality, but the more familiar or yeah, the more exactly, 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 exactly. So uh, so they pick a single or two, decide which one to go with. We will work one, get that up the chart as far as we can. Okay. 
if, if it's moving, we'll, you know, keep it moving. Then we'll drop another one and bring that one right behind it. If it's not moving, then we'll drop the other one. We'll take that, you know. But our into our goal is to take that record to number one. Make that, especially when we're trying to break a new artist. That's that's one of the best feeling ever. You get a new artist that nobody's heard of, which we were just talking about a little while ago. You get a new artist no one's heard of, and you take that record to number one, and you make that artist a household name. That's a special feeling. Yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a feeling. There's a there's an artist that we're working with right now by the name of Danny Lay. Uh, she's a new artist and D A N I, capital D A N I, capital L E I G H. Okay. Danny Lay, and she's she's very dope. She she her mentor was Prince. Prince discovered Prince discovered her, and she she wrote and directed his last video. So you know. She's a special girl. She's a special talent. Yeah. So we had a single that we worked for last year, and it it, it made some noise. It, it kicked the door in a little bit. Then now we have. Then we came back with another single that got even further than that single. So now we have a new single that we're working featuring Chris Brown that's about to blow up. So watching her growth and watching how she's grown yeah. since we first got her to now, and just watching her grow and the, the fans that she's collecting now and the everything that's happening for it. Yeah. It's no greater feeling. And once we get that record to number one, that's going to be an even greater feeling. Wow. <laughs> I want to ask you some questions about something, but I'm going to save those questions for off the mic. Uh-oh. I just, it's not so bad. It's just about another artist or some of the different labels. Okay. I think that probably be conflict of interest. Okay. So I'll ask you like more. But presentation mm-hmm. where some industry people were talking about working an artist mm-hmm. where they were working a record mm-hmm. from a new artist and basically this artist was like straight from the internet like never okay. in the industry you know like before right and then the song that they had on the internet was the song that they you know got from them mm. and they blew that song up and yeah. they blew that artist up right and um it was interesting to me for the the person from the industry was saying that this person is not a one hit wonder. Uh-huh. But for me, this person has like two songs. <laughs> you know, that song right. that was from the internet right. was a you know a top song. Uh-huh. A remix of that song, uh-huh. which was with a well known uh-huh. artist from right. a different genre. Right. And then the the other song, which was a duet. Or a you know compilation or whatever you call it a, a duet right with another artist uh-huh. that's super famous uh-huh. and so to me that's a classic example of a one hit wonder yeah. uh, th- th- that's how I personally see it right right but um, without knowing who I'm talking about right. just in general because there's lots of exam- examples of yeah, that. right 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 like what's your um, kind of take on you know this sort of way that artists come into you know, this market in this way. When I say market, I'm talking about uh, the, the, the commercial hip-hop space. Good question. And the way it's, it's, it's so simple, I don't want to say it's simple, gotcha. but it's, 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 if you have the internet okay. <laughs> and you have capabilities of putting something on the internet, yeah. you too... Can be a, a superstar. Yeah. 
But, wow. mm-hmm. but the music still has to be good. Here's the thing: it's it's it. The new generation. Yeah. They're listening. They're, this is what they're watching. They're watching more of the the SoundClouds. They're watching more of the uh, you know YouTube's. Yeah. And this is where they're finding these artists, yeah. and they're becoming fans of these these artists at a young age. Yeah. So they become fans of these artists. By the time we find out about them, well, I shouldn't say we, but the, by the, the time majors. the majors yeah. find out about them, mm-hmm. they've already they already have that. They got their own base. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's there already. It's there already. So they've so 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 what I hear you saying, they figured out a way. To tap into the algorithm or the formula to get the audience, they've tapped into the kids that 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 know what they want to hear and when they want to hear it, okay. and how they want to hear it. Okay, that's the audience they've tapped into. Okay, so and and they're gaining they're gaining fans more and more about it. You know, if the the more and once we said it earlier, the more content you put out there, the more you get more and more fans. Wow. Um, so it's, it is a kind of, so okay it's a whole nother question I know I'm going all over the place but I have this conversation <laughs> with different artists uh-huh. new artists um, unsigned let me say unsigned mm. because some of these artists will be like I'm not new I've been here a long uh-huh. time so uh-huh. let's say unsigned artists <laughs> um, my opinion is that you put out as much content as mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. good or bad mm-hmm. you do as many what do you call them? Like collaborations as right, possible, right. especially across genre, to get to different audiences. Right, right, and things, right, 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 right. And then you, but you consistently are making your own music. Right. You're not waiting to make your own music. Right, right, right. Whereas, like a lot of these artists are telling me, it's got to be you know this way and that way, and I've got to put this. It's got to be quality, and I got to put this project out. And I'm gonna put out my album, and I'm thinking like, why would you put out a whole album unless people ask you for an album mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just put out some songs and then when your fans are like why don't you put out an album then you invest then in the you album. put it right 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 so what right. do you think about that whole thing i think you i think you are hitting the uh as you said the nail on the head okay um and what and what happens is i mean and and that that is all there, but here's the problem. Once again, you say you, you, they have to stay consistent at what they do. Got it. If you you have to stay consistent with it, and you have to keep putting out content. All right. That in turn will keep keep those fans coming, keep those fans coming, and like there are artists that have put out an album before they even get signed to a major deal. Okay. And it's not such a bad thing. I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but okay. I just did it. Um, but what will happen is the majors will notice you then. You know, you can pick and choose yeah. where you, how you want to move because you already had that fan base. Yeah. You've already put out an album that it may have sold a hundred copies, may have sold fifty copies, right. but it sold some copies. Okay. Now you got people watching you. Okay, well, I mean, you sold some music. Yeah. The numbers are, you know, it's streaming. It got streaming numbers. People are taking, taking. They're definitely watching them. Yeah. Sit back and. Just watch them grow. And then the more they grow, the more, okay, we need to sign that guy right there. Mm. Boom. So then, okay, so that takes me to a whole nother situation, <laughs> which is like, how can you have these artists, many of these artists, that have 
a following, uh -huh. have their thing. Okay, uh -huh. I'm gonna put case in point. I'm gonna use the artist. It's not your artist. Uh -huh. It's a, it's another artist, Maymoon Yusuf. She's just now. I feel that she's just now blowing up in 2019. Uh -huh. like she's on tour with Common. Uh -huh. You know, but for me, like we've been, you know, loving Maymoon Yusuf, and you know, right. since. I don't know, over 12, 15 years, right? Right, right, right. And I'm wondering, like, why... I'm using Maymoon Yusuf as an example, so it's not, like, her specifically. Uh -huh. But I'm saying in the uh, sense of, like, why would it take an artist that, you know, like, I think last year... It was last... It was this year. This year, she did the Tiny Desk concert. Okay. And then she, like I said, she opened for Common. And so it just... It, it seems as though... An artist like her is taking like a long time, uh -huh. whereas it seems like a whole nother artist that would just like come to me out uh -huh. of the blue. I'm gonna uh -huh. use the word out of the blue. Uh -huh. I know that that's not really fair. Right, right, but it right. It seems to me that like another younger artist per se. Right, 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 like, right, right, right. You know, just come out the blue, but then like the majors will look at like an artist like that. Like, what right. are the factors? Right. You know what I'm saying? That would say. Okay, we've seen this person grinding. Mm -hmm. We've seen this person putting in work all this time and building up the loyal fans all this time. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to invest in that one. We'll invest in this other one over here. And that's a, that's a tricky question. That's a, okay. that's not a tricky question, but it's a, it's a weird. It's it's hard to tell. Okay, it's hard to tell. I mean, we were talking earlier. You some some sometimes you see the superstar to men and an artist. Okay, or you you can tell right off the bat. That's a start. Got it. That's a start. All, no matter how you slice it, dice it, that is a star all okay. day. Okay. That person could be a star, but still might not have the music. But you can groom that person into the star that the person is meant to be. Okay. So it's, you know, but it's hard to pick. It's hard to say how they pick and choose and say. You, I mean, it, it, it is a lot of numbers okay. involved as oh, well. Okay. It's a lot of numbers involved. You know, you have to look at the numbers, see. What they're, what they're doing, if they're doing, how long they've been doing it, you know, have the numbers steady growing up? Got it. Or do they stay the same? Do got they dip? It, got it, you know, got are people, are your, is your fan base getting bigger? Right. You know, so it's, it's, it's a lot of numbers that you have to okay, look at. Let's talk about numbers. <laughs> well, because numbers are really important. Uh -huh. And they're really important to everyone, right? They're right. really important not right, just right, to right, me, right, but right, to right. the newcomer. Right. And so a lot of people listening, like, here, well, this podcast, just so you know, is I have a lot of people from all over the world. Okay. And and a lot of my, you know, fan base are um, artists. Okay. You know, they want to be in the industry. Or okay. They are in, or they're in the industry. Okay. And um, I think, you know, when, when I read all these, you know, I read a lot of blogs and uh -huh. I'm always learning. But I'm looking at numbers and I'm like, okay, <laughs> how, like you said, they may be staying consistent, like uh -huh. meaning they're not growing. Right. But right. they're not losing. Right. They're just kind of saying Right, right. They might be growing. Right. But then you said, are they growing over time? Right, right, and right. And are they continuing to grow right, over time? Right, right, right. How, and I don't know, this might not be like an answer. How does an artist continue to grow their numbers over time? Mm. Consistency. I mean, and, and content. You just, you know, you have to keep improving on what you... Uh, Chance the Rapper, what you know, he he kept at it until he got yeah. to where he is now. Yeah, he didn't even have to sign a major deal with a with a you know major company, but 
now he's one of the biggest things out right now. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, do you think that that was the music, or do you think it? Was I think it was a lot of both. I think it was. The, I think it was all the things that he was doing, and I think it was you know his grind and you know the attention that he was getting, and you know from the people that he was getting it from, and, right. and the music. The music was good. Yeah, you know, so good. yeah. So then, let's say like, um, like a Big Sean, mm-hmm. like Big Sean had, you know, you know, he, he just came out of nowhere. I mean, his yeah. beginnings. I'm talking uh-huh. about. He came out of nowhere. Was he rapped on the radio or something like that? Or he went to the radio station. He rapped for Kanye. What's the? What's the? Because that's a legend, right? Like he went up there and he rapped for Kanye. And Kanye was like, "You, I bless you." Is that what happened? Or no. <laughs> It's funny you should ask. Okay. I was actually with him, okay. with Kanye, when that happened. Um, we were at the radio station. Uh, <laughs> we were at the radio station. He was doing promo. I forgot which album, but Kanye was doing promo. And um, we were at the radio station, and this kid kept following us around, asking, you know, if he could rap. And, you know, this manager, Don C, was saying, no, we, we're, we're busy. You know, we're doing radio right now. You know, yeah. I kept telling him, no, look, we've got to finish this up. we got places to be. So he waited for us when we got to the door. Mm. When we got to the door, he asked one more time. Kanye said, okay, let me see what you got. Yeah. He stood there. He spitted one of the best spits I've ever, I've ever heard. And, you know, we all looked at each other. Kanye looked at Don C. Don C looked at me. We looked at it. It's like, damn. <laughs> so Kanye told him he liked him. Um, he I gave us a... No, no, no. He said, uh, well, he, he <laughs> we were having a uh, listening event that night, uh, well, at the uh, branch at the office. So he invited him back to uh, come listen to, uh, you know, come check it out. And um, I think about maybe a month later, I got a call from Don C asking about the kid. He said, he said, you know, did I know him and, you know, if I could get in touch with him? I said, you know what? I, I can get his number. So wow. I called, was able to get his number, uh, called Don C back, gave him the number. I called Sean and let him know that, you know, uh, they were going to be calling him. Yeah. You know, they, they loved him. They wanted to sign him. They are going to be calling him. So they called him and signed him. Wow, that's amazing. He sat there for a minute, though. He's, he, of, he, 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 um, once he got, no, once he got signed, it didn't happen for him right away. He didn't put an album out, uh, I mean, man. Normal, no? Well, sometimes, okay. sometimes, you know, they want to put something out right away on you. Sometimes they make you wait and, you know, right. you know, I don't know what all went on behind the scenes behind okay. that, but I actually left to go to Miami for a couple of years and then they moved me back to Detroit. Okay. And the funny thing is when I got back to Detroit, we ended up getting uh, Big Sean's first single. Wow. <laughs> so that was kind of a special moment. It was, um, like? I mean, they were already working singles, you know, in the streets uh, from his mixtapes. Okay. So he, you know, he was, he was doing, when I say he was sitting, label wise, yeah, he was, but he was still doing his thing. Right, he was still, you know, making I, I music. Know and, he was able to, because sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were mixtapes. So oh, he was okay, able to do right. mixtapes and, right, right, right. So he was able to do his mixtapes, and you know, and he—I think he was getting a few records played on the radio. So then uh, we got a call saying we got a new single from Big Sean and Chris Brown, and I was excited mm-hmm. because 
to know that I was there when that actually went down and then I actually get to work his first single mm-hmm. and uh, we took that to number one and the rest is history. Wow. And now he's a household name. He, he is <laughs> Especially in Detroit. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And he has new music with Cash Doll or Cash Doll has new music. Yeah. Uh, yes. He's on her single. Yeah. Um, I think she did something with him uh, on, on the last album. Oh, okay. But it was she like some background. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then uh, I think it was another album that they had uh, that was out that he did with Metro Boom, and she had a right. single on that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so they work together, but yeah, they they have a single out now. But we also have a single out from two singles out from him, uh, single again, and then um, the new Berserk single featuring uh, Ape Sat Ferg. So oh, wow. he has a new album that's dropping that's soon. Right. So yeah, definitely make sure you all look out for that's that. Yeah, and it's a great record. It's okay. a great record. Okay. You gotta check it out when you get a okay. chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like ASAP Ferg. He's likable. <laughs> yeah, I like ASAP Ferg. I like Big Sean. So you got two likable people on one record. So. <laughs> and speaking of Big Sean, I went to yeah. um, with the Sean Anderson Foundation. I went. He had he invested in the Boys and Girls Club. Right, which I right, think right. Is on Outer Drive, and I got a chance to go. Have you seen it? Yeah, I was there uh, for the for the weekend. It's the, uh, it is. The studio is amazing. The um, yeah, it's, it is. It is. It and is. It's such a resource for the community. Yes, yes, so yes, think, yes. You know, so thank you, thank you, Big Sean. Right, right, right. He 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 loves the city. Yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. He loves the city. I I I can actually say I love that kid. Oh, he's not a kid anymore, but. That was another one I watched grow from the beginning to now and yeah. to see how he's grown and, mm-hmm. you know, the things he's doing and, yeah. you know, the foundation. That whole weekend was something amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, shouts out to the Sean Anderson Foundation. That was put together very well. They did a thing on mental awareness that yeah. is... Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as what I can see for hip-hop, yeah. That conversation. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize this. Yeah. That's something that's, I mean, and, you know, it's not just out in the regular way. It's, it's, yeah. it's here, too. Yeah. It's in this business. It's, it's yeah. everywhere. But, yeah. you know, people definitely have to uh, take notice of that and, and yeah. make, be, become more aware of it. So, I shout out to him for, for yeah, putting that on. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so now well, let's go back to the cloud chasing. <laughs> <laughs> the cloud chasing. <laughs> but, um, so, it seems as though... So when so when you um got you know into this business, mm-hmm. what was the climate of this business like? Not, I'm talking about back. Mm. This is thirty years ago. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So so what was the climate of the business itself? Because it seems as though, uh, from my memory, the landscape was uh, R and B regarding the radio dominant. You know, dominant culture was R and B. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. pop. So R and B and pop. Right. And right. then uh hip hop or rap records had a space yeah. but but it was it seems as though when you got in it wasn't the dominant space, but then yeah. somewhere when you're in there it becomes dominant. Yeah. Is true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The golden years. The golden years. The golden years, man. The golden years. The, the transformation. I mean, it. You know, like you said, it was it was R and B dominated. It was you know R and B, R and B, R and B. But uh, you know, there were there were a few acts before. Well, I can't even say that because I think Def Jam was definitely a part of making yeah, that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Was, 
yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we were definitely there from from the start of it until you know up until now to and see that that injection of 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 R and B and hip hop that that was soon to take over. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, you know, it was what um, the 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 label that was with Salt and Pepper, right? Uh, Herbie Lovebox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they was putting out everything. Uh huh. uh And well, before then, it was uh, you know the Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill. Yeah. But it seems as though you know there was a couple of little labels, right? Yeah, yeah. That were putting some things out, and Tommy Boy was one of those hip hop labels. Yeah. And it seems as though when Def Jam came. That was the beginning of a hip hop label having any sort of footing with a, as a major label. Yeah, yeah, with other yeah, majors because yeah. you've got what? Columbia. Columbia has some, right, 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 right. And then right. Def Jam comes in and they're, they're competing. I don't know if they're competing at this point with the, with the Run DMC. Came, over and we took, uh, came in, we took over. No. <laughs> came in strong, right? Came in strong. Yeah, came in strong. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it came in strong and, and it's been going ever since. I mean, like I said, I've been part of uh, five different uh, um, leaderships. Right. And, you know, now our, our fearless leader is is the great uh, Paul Rosenberg, you know, right here from really? Detroit. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's over there. He's he running things. He's, he's the president, yes. Okay. Yes, and he's doing his thing. Um uh, and doing a great job. I mean, he's 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 amazing. I'm I'm the the things he he and his team has in store for us in the future. You know, from here going is is okay. You know, I'm just looking forward to it. Okay. And and definitely hoping I still be a part of it and keep going and and okay. and see this this legacy go through. So, but it's it's an, you know we got amazing things happen. We have new artists that we're that we're breaking uh, on top of some of the. Uh, the veteran artists that we're still working. So, um, you know, it's just an amazing time to still be a so part of music. Paul Rosenberg. Why do I get asked that question every time? Um, well, I, I will say this. Uh, I know there, there, there was one artist that was signed here from Detroit, uh, uh, Nassan, okay. who is Proof's son. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was a oh, part of a compilation that we had uh, that that was put out a little while ago called the Undisputed Compilation. Mm-hmm. Called the Undisputed Undisputed uh, Compilation. So he was on that uh, project and uh, had a song on there. And um, uh, hopefully we'll hear more from him, you know, in so the near future. Did, when did it come out? It came out in March of 2019. Of, of this, yeah, this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you spell it? Undis- Undisputed. Yeah, understand. Uh, okay, so we gotta look for this music. Yeah, Nassan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is it, no, you're right. Yes, definitely. He just did a showcase. Uh we do these Remy show Remy Remy showcase. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Remy. Cavassier. Can I say that on there? He just did a showcase. Uh, we have these Cavassier sets that we've been doing in different cities, uh, okay. Detroit, Atlanta. We did two here. We have another one coming uh, in November, and he might be on that, uh, that show uh, because he was on the last one. It's all Def Jam artists. Yeah. Yeah, all Def Jam artists. So, 
Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay. Um, it's usually posted on social media so okay. people know about it. Um, you know, but I'll, I'll make sure I okay, get yeah. the information to you and okay, yeah, okay. advice some people. Yes, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. And so, what is it? Um, these are artists that you want people to learn about. Exactly, okay. exactly. Um. The last one that was here, like I mentioned, the time was on there, and uh, Saint Bodie, another new Def Jam artist that I think she's phenomenal. Okay. Um, I'm always checking for the women. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm man. Woman the power. Women. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, and then uh, uh, Bobby um, Bobby Sessions was also in. He's a new uh, Def Jam. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty dope. Uh, he's 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 an amazing talent. Yeah. Sessions. Yeah. I'm sure you have. He had a uh, song on the. Um, Oh, why am I forgetting the name of the soundtrack or the name of the movie? Uh, hate. Uh, it was just out. The hate. The hate. Not the hate within. Yeah, it was just out recently. Well, you know who's in it? No. Well, it's okay. We'll figure it out. I, I, let me get Tyra over here. He's a <laughs> Is it a millennial type movie? <laughs> eh, kind of. Kind of. The hate you give. Yeah, the hate you give. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a song on that soundtrack. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. And, and that's a part of your job. Okay, is that a part of your job? Get me soundtracks? No, no, no. no, that, you no. Don't do that part. No, I don't do that. I don't well, mess with that. Well, if it's a song that we're working and okay. it's on the soundtrack, yeah, then uh, then uh, I have something to do it. But yeah, I don't put the soundtracks together or anything like that. Yeah. So then, for those who don't know what it means to like work a record, <laughs> can you tell us like what does that mean? Or what does that look like? To work a record uh, means that I get the single on any given day. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I send the single out to my radio stations okay. to inform them that here's a new song by such and such and such and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a listen. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Then we still, you know, depending on what type of record it is, we may start working at a mix show. Okay. Uh, you know, let the mixers do their thing with mm-hmm. it, mix show stations. And then eventually we'll get an ad date. Um, and then the ad date comes and what we do is we set up the ad date uh, for the project to be worked nationally at, you know, radio, mainstream radio or Urban AC radio or Rhythmic radio, whatever it may be. Um, so we'll go for ads on that record on that particular day. Record gets added to the station. Station puts the record in rotation. My job is to make sure that that record goes in the rotation, make sure that the rotations go up, 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 and up. Make, you know, until, you know, we get the people can get familiar with it. Once they get familiar with it, then sometimes the radio station will do a um, research. They'll do research on the record to see mm-hmm. how the record is reacting and, you know, with their listeners, right. whether the listeners like it, whether they don't like it, you know, whether, you know, whatever. So uh, n- nine times out of ten, hopefully the feedback comes out positive and then that record will move up some more right. and continue to test the record, continue to move the record up, the record continues to work then eventually you get a number one record. Wow. So like I said before, if it's a new artist, we break a new artist. If it's not a new artist, it's another artist that we just got another number one record on. So how does streaming fit into your world? Uh, streaming is very important. Uh, those, uh, back in the day, it was, it was just that simple to go to the radio station and get the record played on the radio. It was, mm-hmm. That's, that, you know, I shouldn't say it was just that simple. I had to have relationships and all that kind of stuff. So you had to build relationships in order to make sure that, you know, you were able to do your job. Yeah. Um, 
now the relationships require numbers behind them. <laughs> so no matter how strong your relationship is, if you don't have information in front of you, whether you, you know, and you know what you're talking about regarding the record, you know, look, the record got this many spins last week, this many stations on it, this many stations are playing it. Uh, you know, you know, it's moving up the chart. We got, uh, it was a greatest gainer. You know, you got to have, you got to have Shazam numbers. It's, Shaz- it's Shazam in, in uh, Cleveland. You know, so people are definitely checking to see, you know, who this artist is or what this song is about. So it's 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 shazamming, and then the streaming numbers is that's a whole nother ball field. Yeah. If you're streaming, yeah. if people are listening to this record to see, yeah. you know, you know, shazamming is a, that's you hear it on the radio. You can, you know, oh, let me see who this is. Okay. Streaming, mm-hmm. that means they're going they're going out of their way to listen to this record. Okay. To see who it is, what the song is about, whether they like it or not. And if they like it, yeah. then they gonna continue streaming it, or they, you know, let their friends know, or they, you know, through the magic of social media now. Ah, oh, just felt found this new song by such and such and such and such. And, uh, boom. So for a new artist, what's the minimum number of streaming? Like, because uh, with streaming, you're looking at, if I'm not mistaken. Also, how many times, can you tell how many times? They've listened to it. Okay. Yeah. So with the streaming, like, what are what is like the minimum numbers for like a new artist that will have you look at a new artist? To to know if we're looking to sign an artist or not? Or that you're or interested. That we enter? That, that um, not, I mean, if you're getting a, a million streams, that's, you know. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, if you. If you're getting, well, I mean, if you're getting that many streams, it depends on where it's coming from or, you know, what, you know, is it growing weekly or is it, you know, is that just the luck of a draw? Somebody just, you know, went in and listened 250,000 times, you know, so, you know, you have to keep watching it and keep watching it grow and, and, and the more streams you get, the more, of course, interested people becoming you and, yeah. Man, you get a million streams, you definitely gonna get a call. Okay. <laughs> you are gonna get a well, maybe not a call, but a tap on the shoulder. Hey, we watching you. <laughs> and what, you know, just uh, this off topic. I was on Instagram where you see everything wonderful yeah. and funny. And there was this uh, this some Asian like store where it was like a warehouse, and they had all these shelves, mm-hmm. and on all the shelves they had all these old um, cell phones. And then they had all the cell phones on um, Spotify streaming this song like over wow. and over and over. Wow! Right, exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> nah, it. I mean, you know, it, it it makes things a little tricky sometimes because if you have an artist that you truly believe in and the artist is not streaming, you have to find different ways to you know create something or create a buzz around that artist. Yeah. And to, then sometimes you get lucky and you have an artist that that is really streaming, and radio needs to catch up. Like in in uh, case in point, a uh, new artist we have by the name of uh, YK Osiris. He's a okay. uh, young R and B singer and. Before we, I mean, his streaming numbers are crazy. Wow. And I mean, he was, I want to say already doing his thing, but now probably not. Well, I think once we signed him, but 
His streaming numbers are crazy. So, you know, we're trying to pitch this to radio, let radio know. I mean, everybody's getting all this buzz. The uh, marketing is getting a buzz. Uh, uh, digital is getting a buzz. Everybody's getting a buzz except for radio because radio is not, well, my listeners don't know anything about. Look, I have the streaming numbers right here to prove that your listeners know. You don't know. <laughs> so that's part of the challenge that we're, that we're into now. And if, like I said before, if you don't know those numbers and you can't pull those numbers up and say, this is what this is doing. And, you know, and there are some program directors now that do look at, they, well, there's a lot of them. They understand the streaming numbers. They know the magic of streaming numbers and what, you know, what is possible. A lot of the artists that they're playing on the air right now, they're streaming. So, you know, so it, it, like I said, if you don't know the numbers, if you don't have facts and figures in front of you, it's not going to do any good. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, the young folks know how to do these numbers. They know how to get them. You know? <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do. They know how to get them. There's something about these algorithms. They yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they be it's a numbers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to put together me a numbers team so I can, yeah. because, I mean, we have we have records. We're, at any given moment, we're working 10 to 12 records, wow. you know, at one time. So, you know, but you have to know what's working and what's not working and how you can get it to working. Oh, and work. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking just working one record. What? I mean, just, you know, the, the I mean, you know. Yeah. Shoot, we put out a mixtape. That's something to be excited about yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah. Polygram days. What you want to know about the polygram days? So it seems like, you know, 2019 is so different. It's, oh, it's very different. Very different. What probably when, when you were there, polygram, uh, like, what did your job look like? Well, in polygram, I was actually, I didn't work radio back then. I worked, um, I was uh, marketing, well, not marketing, uh, yeah, retail marketing. Okay. So I was responsible. <laughs> it's kind of like working radio, but I was working Record stores, stores back then, yeah. So instead of going into radio station and letting them know about new projects and new music, I was going into the radio store. I mean, the uh, rate, uh, record stores, and I was I was responsible for putting. I don't know if you ever went into a record store back in the day, and they had these displays yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, White's was one of our stores. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. 
Right, right, right. Right. That's one of the things I loved about it. I mean, you you couldn't wait to get that new something something and to tell somebody else about it. Right. Uh, I mean, it's still kind of the same now, but now we do it via you know Instagram and social media and all that good stuff. So, but yeah, back then, I mean, you walk into a record store and like we was responsible for letting them know that kind of stuff. You let them know, you know, this that that. Here's what you know. So when they were able to get personable personable with their customers, it you know it, yeah. it was just oh man, so. Yeah, it was uh those were those were some great days. Yeah, and they were I mean Chantonique's, Tanya's, oh, yeah. uh Puffer Reds, um I mean, yeah, it was oh my god. It's I I love them all. I got a chance to, you know, work with them and and they taught me a few things and helped me grow in the business. So getting to know them and I, I mean some of them are still good with this like I'll see Eric from Puffer Reds uh, every now and then, you know, or go to a store just to visit or, or you know, purchase some stuff. Okay. Uh, Chantanique's is not open that often, but still see them every now and then. So, you know, a lot of those guys are still around. But that's what I did back then. Um, so I was responsible for Now we don't have many record stores. If it is, it's in a Best Buy or something like that. So they have the small. They have the small like the now they're getting rid of it, period. Oh my God! They, because everything you can get through now is transforming through, you know, the the Spotify's and the Apples yeah, and all. Yeah, so yeah. You, you're not able to find many stores that 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 actually have, you know, vinyl, vinyl and wow. physical CDs and you know, and if they do, they don't carry that many. Mm-hmm. So. Um, oh, but shout out to Trina so and also to. Um also to UR, Submerge, because they, they have record stores, but they sell, um, Submerge sells their own records. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll sell local records. Yeah. And, and, and worldwide records, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, that they believe in. Yeah. They sell records they believe in. They yeah. Really <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and then you got, uh, one over. boutique places, they're selling, yeah. you know, some of the, uh, more like underground. Or yeah, 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 like yeah. I forgot my store in uh, Oak Park, uh, over there on Greenfield. Oh, shoot. I was just in there not too long ago. I had to get a uh, Madhouse, Madhouse uh, uh, CD. Oh, okay. Prince Group. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the name of the store? But it's like, what is it? You said it's on Greenfield. It's on Greenfield in 10 Mile or right before 10 Mile. Okay. But they're still around. So, yeah, in, in Oak Park. So, right, right over there by uh, Bread Basket. Okay. Corn beef. <laughs> okay. Giving all these shout outs. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's uh they still sell, you know, CDs and, and music and you know, hard to find stuff. So that's one of the stores if you know if I am looking for something, that's where I'll go get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
That's what's up. Yeah. So then, when you, you know, got into Def Jam, mm-hmm. like, how, what was that process like? Was it like, the, like a, like a job app? Like, you know, like, you know, now you'll see, like, you know, want it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how did you find out about this job? You know, to be able to apply. So, during my polygram days, uh, I used to do this report called Drew's News. And I would, you know, send a report to my bosses and they would send it to the labels to let them know what we're doing as far as their projects. And, you know, there was always a special place for Def Jam where I showed extra interest. You know what? Kind of, you know, the, yeah, yeah. So we, we always had to, no, we just always had to do reports on, you know, what we did, what stores we visited, and what projects we put out, and, you know, different stuff like that. So, um, so then uh, the uh, Def Jam folks would always do this uh, thing where they would come around to different branches. This is when we had office in, in Michigan, too. So there was a polygram office. People didn't know about it. Mm. <laughs> uh, and they would come around to the office and do their showcases. Mm. So my boss, Bill Schulte, would always let them know, hey, you know, Drew, Drew is Def Jam material. He's a Def Jam, you know. And so they would always pay special attention to me. Mm. So then um, there was also another person on the inside uh, by the name of Suzanne Burge. Uh, thank you, Suzanne. She always talked about me to Def Jam. And then another friend who I actually succeeded, uh, may she rest in peace, Lisa Coleman uh, was one of, she was a person that was very instrumental in me uh, getting into Def Jam. So I had people that had my back. Mm. And you know how sometimes we say you got to know somebody to know somebody. I actually knew those people that knew the people. So she was leaving to go somewhere else, and she recommended me, and Suzanne recommended me. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody else that knew me recommended me. So I got the call from Def Jam and said, hey, uh, you know Lisa's leaving. We need somebody to fill this spot. We need you to come in and and start. I, I don't even think I had to go to New York to... Uh, do the interview. Wow. I think they called me on the phone and said you had a job, and then put wow. me on the road. <laughs> put me on the road the next week. I think I was my first tour was was the Hard Knock. No, was the Hard Knock Life tour? I think it might have been the Hard Knock Life. No, I think it might have been the Hard Knock Life tour. Mm. I think that was my first tour, okay. and they put me on a plane and sent me to the city. I think it was Kansas City, mm. and said, "Okay, you're on this tour," and then. Wow. And then what did you do when you got there? What was your job duties? I was supposed to be in control of the artists. Make sure that they, you know... Is it like tour manager? No. Tour ma- I, I was in touch with the tour manager. The tour manager to make sure... Just, just to make sure they were good, basically. Oh, okay. Because I didn't have anything to do with touring. So I was just there as the label support. Just to no, make sure, you know, any, nothing got out of hand or everything mm-hmm. was all... They needed anything, you know. Make sure Does they were good. Does that include the stage and... No, no, I had nothing to do with that. What no, about, like their limo to make sure they no picked up? because if it was now now that's the difference between a promo tour and a regular tour. Okay. A regular tour, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's already taken care of by the, the tour managers, the managers, and the uh, the uh, promoter, the okay. tour promoters. Okay. Now, if it's a promo tour, now I'm responsible for all that. Okay. So I'm responsible for driving around, you know, getting mm-hmm. the vehicle. Uh, like I said, where they eat, you know, sometimes they'll let us, you know, t- uh, pick the hotels that they should stay in mm-hmm. and, you know, different stuff like that. So, okay. I'm, 
Back in the day, we were responsible for taking them to record stores. Okay. Uh, now I'm responsible for taking them to radio stations to do Got the interviews and it. make sure the interviewer know, you know, that they're working a new project, a new album, a new single, you know, which they should already know ahead of time that yeah. they do. So, <laughs> um, so that was the difference in that. Okay. But with that tour, like I said, I was just there. I'm just mm-hmm. as a Def Jam representation. Okay. Um, but then with the regular tour, I'm hands on. I'm responsible yeah. for all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this is great because people don't know yeah, what yeah, all these jobs yeah. are. Yeah, because they see me out. They say, oh, he get to hang with all this stuff. No, I'm not hanging. Working. I'm working. <laughs> this is me working. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot cooler. A lot cooler. <laughs> so then, um, so what has been just in the last, you know, five years, mm-hmm. what's been the biggest difference in your job? Hmm. The biggest difference. Um. Uh, once again, I think the biggest difference is just being. You know, I, I pride myself in being able to adapt. Every year, I try to learn something new, or I just try to learn. Period. Because I still don't think I know everything. And then with new changes, and you know, you know, new generation taking over things, a new way of doing things, and you know, I have to be on my toes. I have to know what's going on at all times. So I, that's one of the things I pride myself in is being able to adapt. And I, I think along with the great, you know, the great man in the sky, that's, those are the reasons that I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm not here, you know, because I look good, but <laughs> I think I'm good at what I do. I, be, right. I believe I'm good at what I do. Right. And I pride myself on what I do and I try to perfect myself, or not perfect, because you can never perfect it. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure I know every step or every little angle that's going to take me to get to that extra step, that get that extra step. Right. I make sure I know that. Okay. And if I don't, then somebody younger and smarter is going to come up and mm-hmm. so, and that's I don't true. want that to happen. Right. Um, but th- I think that's just the biggest challenge is just being able to stay on top of things, especially now that everything is more digital and more, um, uh, uh, cause I'm not the, I'm not the most savvy with the, uh, social media. Well, I, I, I do what I can, but <laughs> yeah, you know, but they still, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and but you know, of course, you know if they, you know, they know you work for Def Jam, then they gonna well, why he not talking about the new year, new Kanye West album? Yeah. Kanye West just put he, I ain't see him posting. So you know, I gotta post. I have well, not I have to, but I should too. But I should mm-hmm. do that because that's our project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I have to stay. That means I have to stay relevant. And yeah. if I'm posting stuff and I'm not staying relevant, yeah. nobody's gonna pay attention to it. Right, right, right. I'm like, what is this old man posting now? So, I've learned to try to stay relevant and 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 be on top of things at all times, and that's mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's challenge. I guess it is a challenge mm-hmm. because I love challenges. Okay. So, yeah. Now, what is different, like about, or is there anything majorly different about Def Jam as a company now from when you from when the Russell Simmons or the founder years? What is different? Uh, I wouldn't. Say, I, I I think that we're still. I I want to say we're the still powerhouse that you know we 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 kind of got well. I don't want to say got away from things a little bit when we started doing R and B, but we just improved on our our what we were able to do. Mm-hmm. So we had R and B records. We still have R and B records, but I think uh, now we're we're 
getting back to our hip hop roots. And I want to say becoming more of a a force in hip hop again, once again. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that ever left us though. I mean, I think if you still walk down the street, yeah, you mentioned Def Jam. Yeah, they, you know, um, like I was at a game the other day. I went to the uh, uh, Pistons game the other day, and I had my Def Jam jacket on. You know, like I said, we're celebrating 35 years. So, you know, people, hey, you work for Def Jam. You work for <laughs> so, you know, no hey, matter. You can't just get a Def Jam jacket. No, Not no, this no. one, at least. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you know, it's it's still a name and a label and a a brand that's respected. Okay. Um, no matter where you go or you know what you say, at the top of that list is always going to be Def Jam. Uh, so, you know, because what, um, I find interesting, um, when you said that the labels have offices in the city, because you Mm -hmm. said you were in Miami for a time, right, 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 offices in the city, what does the city label office do? Well, we don't have them anymore. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all, uh, work from home now. Um, actually, I think I'm the only, uh, label rep still here in Detroit. I think everybody else is in... Chicago, it, well, for the Midwest, everybody's in Chicago. I'm the only one that's still in Detroit. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, when yeah when we had off, we had offices in Miami. Uh, so I walked, I worked the whole Florida region for a minute for a couple of years. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, what is different about the Midwest region? What's Ooh. different about working a record in the Midwest that you can the, share? The Midwest is hard, man. Okay. What, what makes it different? It's just, you know, the Midwest doesn't just like, we don't just like West Coast music. We don't just like down South. We don't just like East Coast. You know, the Midwest likes everything. So if a record's not working in the Midwest, it's hard. I mean, because on the East, you're going to have that. You're going to have that East Coast support. You're going to get support. Mm -hmm. On the West Coast, you're going to, you know, you can do whatever. But in the Midwest, yeah. because you have so many major cities and stations, it's like if Chicago's not on the record or Detroit's not on the record or the whole Ohio Valley's not on the record, yeah. <laughs> record ain't going very far. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, this, this is the thing, because I've had this conversation, and it probably, is a, it probably changed over time, uh-huh. but for the last, I don't know, 20 years, when I have conversations with people, I'm talking about people in the industry uh-huh. in New York. Uh-huh. We always have this thing where they're like, we're doing Chicago, meaning like we do a show in Chicago yeah. or we're going to promo Chicago, so we don't need Detroit. Mm. And I always have the conversation with them that Detroit is a whole nother yeah, A whole, whole yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Than Chicago. Exactly. If you're in Chicago, Detroit people, I mean... A lot of Detroit people may know what's going on in Chicago, yeah. but for the most part, right. they don't care. <laughs> They're like, no, we're Detroit. We're Detroit. <laughs> and it's an interesting conversation. Do you have that too? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course, of course. Okay. Well, we're just going to do Chicago. We're not going to do Detroit. No, 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 no. We're doing Detroit. It is, but, you know, it's to, you know it depends. Is it but. Better? I mean, it's it's better. I mean, we still, you know, I mean, as far as Def Jam, we still do both cities, you right. know. 
but there me, you know, like there's not many artists that 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 will work in Chicago that won't work in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It may work even better in Detroit than Chicago sometimes. Right. So you know, Detroit is still a major force to be for, uh, to be reckoned with. You know, That's they can they can keep saying you know Chicago Chicago is definitely you know it's the number three market. Right. You know, but Detroit fell out of the top ten, so now Detroit is oh okay we'll think about Detroit. No, you're not going to think about Detroit, especially when you look now. You have so many artists that are coming out of Detroit. Yeah. You know, you got the Cash Dolls, you got you got Sean, you got uh, uh, Dave Slove, you know, you got so many artists that, that are starting to, T. to T. Grizzly. Yeah. You know, you know, they are major forces here in Detroit. Yeah. They, they are, you know, building up a new Detroit. Yeah. And then there's other artists that, you know, still get signed. Uh, 40, uh, 42 Dog uh, just got signed to uh, with, uh, um, oh God, what's the cast name? Uh, I forgot his name. But, you know, it's, it's, there's, there are artists that are getting signed. And they get major deals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's interesting, you know, like the Detroit sound, because I've been seeing some cats from L.A. love to bite off Detroit. Yeah. Well, let me say they love to be inspired by it. Hey, there you go. There you go. And that's interesting. And so, okay. Detroit is unique. For what's your vision for the music industry? Like the ecosystem of the music industry in Detroit, it's it's growing and it's getting better. It's it's uh like the the artists are getting better. Uh, they're making better music. You know, they they still have Detroit. Still haven't we still haven't found our sound. Right. You know, everybody wants to put us in the Eminem sound or they want to put us in this sound. Or they we still haven't found our own unique sound. You know, the okay. South has a sound. Yeah. East Coast has a sound. West Coast has a sound. Mm-hmm. Detroit has music. <laughs> we don't have that unique sound. Um, East Coast of the Midwest, though. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I like East that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Because we're like, we're, we're kind of different than the rest of the Midwest. We are. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, it, the Midwest, the Midwest in, 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 as a whole is completely yeah. different. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Detroit is, you know, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. So you can't tell somebody, you know... Detroit loves Jeezy. I'll put that out yeah, there. As, oh as, they love Jeezy. And people it's can't understand that. Artists in Detroit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I, I do assistant stage manager. I've been doing that the last maybe 10 years. Uh-huh. At what is now the Aretha. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. And every single time. Well, first of all, you need to bring Jeezy every year. Yeah. <laughs> and, or else Detroit will not support you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, there's what, like, hundred police officers. Every stage. <laughs> not because of fights. Right no, now, no, no. Because they love Jeezy. They love Jeezy. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, you've got all the do- the D boys that everyone's afraid of with the Air Force Ones and the gold chains and the fresh caps and all that carnies. They were swimming through that dirty moat <laughs> to try to come see Jeezy <laughs> backstage. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And they are back there looking for Jeezy. Look. I mean, no offense, but he got D-boy groupies. I- I'll put he it this way. And I- I've, said, I've said this before. <laughs> Jeezy 
when Jeezy comes to Detroit, mm-hmm. the strippers stop, stop stripping, yeah. the trappers stop trapping. Yeah. <laughs> Every Detroit will shut down because everybody wants to be they at that Jeezy show. Jeezy. They love Jeezy. Everyone, grandma. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone yeah. loves Jeezy. He will shut it up every time. His storytelling. Yeah, his, yeah. His, his beats. Yeah. I mean, he, he's very authentic. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Has a Detroit energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just was like, oh my God, love Jeezy. <laughs> I just love Jeezy. And I'm not no street person, but I'm from Detroit. Uh-huh. And it's fun to me. I would, that, that's a story yeah. that I yeah. relate to. Yeah. You know, and, and you just hear the passion, the love for his community, the love yes, for his Yes, 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 yes. the love for his elders. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, you have to hear it through a lot of street stuff. Yeah. But there's a really beautiful poetry that's in there. You know, yeah, yeah. That Jeezy's bringing you. So he's yeah. very vulnerable. Yes. And, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun. Jesus is a wonderful artist. He yeah. actually he did a song with Jessica Caremore. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. 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 And tells these tales of you know Detroit stories. Right. Right. So it makes perfect sense to me. Right. Right. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's Jeezy right there. He he got love yeah. Detroit. Yeah. 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 Right. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. You know. So shouts out to Jeezy and your yeah. Man. Yeah. Know what to do. Yeah. 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 He's uh. Well, he just did his last album supposedly. So okay. I, I I think we're gonna get try to get him to do another okay. one or two but okay. yeah um yeah yeah probably so you know but yeah he 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 definitely said he wanted to make this his last album so uh we'll see what happens you okay, know he, 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 i mean <laughs> you know what's 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 a year without a geez, the snowman coming into detroit and you know yeah. come on he could come to detroit Six times in one year and sell yeah. out every time. So, every <laughs> so you and, know, and, and that says something like you know, yeah. what is Jeezy doing? Right, you know, right, 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 you know, right. What can artists look to? Right, you know, to to learn from from him. Right, right. And Jay Z too. You know, Jay Z right. was. You know, I, I listen to him when it comes to music advice. He talks right. about you know uh, putting out three projects in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting on their music. Right. Right, right. Working with people. Right. And you see, you know, uh, these artists like that where people have appeal. Like, mm-hmm. They have appeal with, right. with, with, with the people. Right, right. And, you know, that, I mean, for me, they're kind of like old paradigm artists in a way. Yeah. Which are very different than these newer artists. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So, right. I don't know, but I think um, we're going to have to bring you back. <laughs> but, and then... Um, When's a good time? Like, when does the next like roll out? I mean, I know you're always rolling stuff out. Yeah. But like within the year, is it like January or is that kind of like? Uh, I think we have maybe a couple of more projects dropping before the end of this year, and then uh, and then we'll start looking towards the new year. Okay. Like I know uh, we should have a Big Sean album coming this year. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Okay, Detroit. He should be dropping before the end of the year. Definitely, definitely. Okay. 
And I, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. No, I won't. Say yeah, that. yeah. I won't. <laughs> he, I mean, the title. Everybody's gonna love the title when they see it. But we'll, I, we'll I won't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just look yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Remember, I told you here first. It was. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I love talking about music, so anytime. I like the way you talk about music, and you know, you know, you got the whole history and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I really appreciate that you came and you know spent your Sunday. And oh, we gotta shout out that you're a dad and a husband. Oh yeah. Shout out families. Hey. Black families and black love. What's your wife's name? Please share that. Siobhan. Yeah. Shout out to you, Siobhan. Yeah. Hey, babe. Well, I actually have a well, I have a daughter, but she lives in Vegas. Yeah, and then uh, she's, to she, she's eighteen. She's so yeah, yeah. So yeah. Hey, Jessica, love hey, you. Jessica, <laughs> shout out to you in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's he my baby. Your, when he said your name, uh, his, 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 his mouth went over his ears. <laughs> that's my princess right there. Hey. Yeah, because yeah, you know that's important. You know, yeah. hip hop, hip hop dads, yeah, that are invested, right? Man, their families and their kids. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was gonna go that way for a minute, but she, uh, she's doing her own thing. So I'm happy for. Her. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excited. Okay, yeah. okay. So we'll um, we'll be like wrap up here. I'll be All right. And close down. But before you go, um, what are the you know the main takeaways that people need to know? You know, we know. Your, you know, we want you to give your social media, but maybe mm. just a couple of key projects that you want folks to remember. Uh, definitely the uh, Big Sean project dropping before the end of the year. Um, not sure what else. we have. We have we have a lot of good stuff coming. I mean, I, you know, some of the names I can't give right now, uh, but just be on the lookout. Yeah, it's definitely a. <laughs> There was a guy that I will say this one guy. There's a guy that worked with uh, Travis Scott. Uh, be on the lookout. I, I don't want to give his name right, but you'll know it when you hear it. Um, he's amazing. Um, Janae Aiko is still out there doing her thing. Uh, I think we have a project coming from her soon. Um, we 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 we're gonna just keep giving the people good music and good things to look for, and you know, keep doing it the Def Jam way and and make everybody happy when they listen. You know, you hear Def Jam, you know that we did it. Sure, you know, it's uh, it's a Drew Dada at everything. Yeah, don't send me demos, but it's a Drew Dada at everything. D R U D A D A D R U D A D A. Okay, and thanks for spending this time with us. Thank you for having me. This has been the Piper Carter podcast on Detroit is different. You know, you can go to DetroitIsDifferent.net to look at all of the Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Fighting to keep us together, hope it's worth a try. You ain't always been an angel, but heaven's on our side. 
got my demons too, I know just how you feel You can be real with me, that's why you're still with me Can't hide behind a carrot on a diamond ring I don't even care if you lie to me Cause there ain't much to kiss by me these days I say I do just to say I don't Don't give me no reason to go through your phone This is deeper than me, you and other women This is daddy and sure This is years but enough with the wrong time is Responsibilities of my healing, I'm feeling Don't go trade the years that we put in So hold 